shops have gone up in the traditional trades. They've nearly doubled. The number of new ones uh, jumped from 460 in the six months to August 2019. 820 for the same period. Uh, sorry, 810 uh, for the same period, 2020. Let's go to uh, Graham Burke, who is the chair of the Construction Industry Council and Construction Sector Accord. Good day, Graham. Morning. Good morning. What do you think's going on here? Is there a stampede into the trades now? They've all seen those Ford Rangers, the tradies drive in, and uh, they want one of those. <laughs> um, I think the apprentice boosters fairly and squarely in the middle of the uh, of the drive for new apprentices. Um, yeah, it's it's been a big encouragement, obviously, to um, to support those employers that do train. It's um, what what a lot of people don't realise is um, there's a ter- um, it's commonly quoted that there's only about one in ten employers actually train officially. So um, you know everybody everybody in work will train one way or another by following the person in front of them. But there's only one in ten that actually spend the money and the effort to to um, formally train their people, which is quite a big expense and a lot of effort. So that employment boost scheme that the government bought out last year has made a huge difference. So one in ten, so that means the other nine in ten are basically leeching off that effort. That's right. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's great to see those employers that do actually put that hard mahi in for the benefit of themselves and everybody else um, actually getting supported. So, um, you know, other countries in the world do this. And um, there have been a lot of people calling for support for employers who train. You know, there's a big push for um, government to move to on-job learning as opposed to, um, you know, learning in polytechs or even universities. And that's, that's a lot cheaper for the government. But what we've got to realise is that the employer is actually the trainer. And, um, you know, we're not necessarily trained as employers to, to, um, to train other people. So... When we get support like this, there's an opportunity to actually develop the um, capability of those employers that are training so that we get an even better system. Well, it seems to, like a no-brainer, really, doesn't it? Uh, because there is a benefit if you can hold that person. You get a benefit from them working as they gather their skills, but if you can hold them for a few years once they're fully trained up, so much the better. Absolutely. And, you know, obviously there's that... There's that um, push and pull when you've got so many employers that don't train formally um, they still want those those qualified workers so they're, they're just harvesting all your great work absolutely and if you're the one going to all the expense to train them you can't necessarily match them with the uh, wages at the end of the week so you know and yeah there is there is that temptation to jump to that other to that other crew that will pay you a few more dollars at the end of the week so um so yes, there, there is the, the apprentice boost is um, only a relatively short term thing. I think it finishes next year. Um, there is hope that the government may continue it on in some form, um, and you know it would be great if we followed the lead of some of the countries overseas, where where they they actually support the employers, but the employers need to use that money to actually um, um, you know set it aside, improve and, uh... the way they train use it for that purpose specifically. Can an employer still lock a person into a contract to kind of get some payback? Um, we're a free society and um, people are free to come and go as they like. The days of being locked into a, an apprenticeship for five years are gone. Um, there are You can have an employment agreement where you agree to pay back some of the costs. Yes, um, if you go early. And, uh, 
if you if you go early, and um, you know I think that has mixed success. But yeah, there is a there is a real problem with people coming into apprentices and in, into apprenticeships and dropping out, especially in the first year. Um, sure. And that's one of the reasons why most apprentices are, are, are quite a bit older these days. You know, the average apprentice is in his mid twenties. Um, a lot of employers are actually quite reticent about taking on somebody straight from school because they don't really have that much idea about what they want to do quite often. So while it looks exciting, um, you know, getting up early and, and going out and doing those hard yards before your mates are even out of bed sometimes um, can be quite daunting. So, um, yeah, yeah so, I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Great stuff. Thanks, Graham. Good to hear that it's going in the right direction, especially for anybody who um, needs a bit of work done. That's Graham Burke at the Construction Sector Accord and Construction Industry Council. Seven.